0: So if you have questions or you want to sign up for FitBucks, you can do so in the show notes, FitBucks.com. Build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to another episode. I'm your host, Joseph Ranke. Uh, Thank you for... Taking the time to listen to this podcast, download it on your way to work or wherever you're going, the gym, whatever it is. I've got a pretty quick one today. I'm going to be uh, talking about employee benefits and and something that I think is oftentimes overrated. Like when I hear people say, well, you know, I I want to go here because of employee benefits. Um, So I'm going to be talking about this on multiple fronts. One, like if if you're single, um, and most importantly, also if you're married, what I oftentimes see, what I mean by like if you're married, is that oftentimes we we are actually shortchanging ourselves on how much we get paid like how much we're actually worth and so i want to explain what i mean by that but first let's start off with being single why i think it's it's over rated in terms of benefits and this is you know just my personal opinion it's it's just the way i i believe like the way i think and just the way that i want to have freedom on what i do um i, I don't like the whole employee benefit thing and j- just for some background on why this happened. Like where did these employee benefit ideas come from? Where does it become like, oh, the employer pays for healthcare, the employer pays for dental, blah, 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 blah. I forgot what, what decade it was. It was years ago. Um, I want to say it was after the depression. What happened is that we started having hyperinflation and just more inflation in this country. And so what the government did was instead of putting minimum wages on stuff they actually put maximum wages so that way it's like look you can't pay people more than X and they did that to try to help to stop the out-of-control inflation and so it was like okay well businesses being creative said well how do we get around that and how do we do stuff so they started saying hey look the employees that we really want to hire we'll give them benefits okay um, and that's where this whole system of benefits actually stem from nowadays. Everybody's like, well, I want to, you know, go to this company for benefits, but, but let's look at this. Okay. Let's just say I'm making $70,000 a year. Most likely the company just in benefits alone is probably playing close to, I would say like eight to 10,000, to $10,000. Let's just go with that range and I'll use the lower amount. So they're paying at least $6,000 a year in benefits for me. Okay. Now, for me personally, like, okay, that's great that the employer pays my benefits, but now I have to go with who they choose, okay? I don't have a choice at all, the dental, healthcare, whatever it is, like, like I have to do what they tell me for, like, everything, Uh, 401k, matching, all that type of stuff, like which company it goes to, they choose everything. Well, what if it was like, look, you know, we don't have any employee benefits, but we pay you $6,000 extra a year, and now you have the choice. Of where you go out and get your healthcare, get your dental, get your insurance, get everything. You choose it all. Now, I, I get the whole argument of like group benefits. You know, with group benefits, they tend to be cheaper, for example. Or like if you have a pre existing condition, like you could potentially just get like life insurance or stuff. Um, not life insurance, I'm sorry, healthcare insurance. Like I get all that. But if you weren't having all this stuff where people just wanted this through an employer and it wasn't the norm, those insurance industries would be set up completely different. And so you never know what the price would be in the private industry or what the group settings might be in terms of, hey, like this amount of people from these areas want this. So instead of running through the employers, run through just cities, like what city do you live in, What whatever you live in. So anyways, my thing has always been you know, I'd rather pay for the stuff myself so I can choose, okay? Now, the reason why, and that's for being single now, a lot of times people won't even let you do that. Like if you go to an employer, especially a bigger employer because of HR laws, right? And you say, look, I don't want benefits, just give me higher pay, they probably can't. Because in HR, if they give you a similar title as somebody else, so let's just say you're an OT or a PT, and you work for like a major healthcare company, they will say, well, you're a staff physical therapist or a staff OT. That means you either take those benefits or not. They can't give you the higher salary because if they do that and they get sued, they can get sued for discrimination. And so that's why you don't ever see a higher pay um, if you say to do that. Now, some of the smaller companies, you might be able to. Like if you go to work for like a private clinic, um, you know, something like that, you might be able to say, hey, look, I won't take benefits. Will you guys give me higher pay? And they, they might do so. And so you can potentially actually end up making a little bit more money that way. Okay. So that's really what I wanted to touch on the single side, but more importantly, I wanted to touch on if you were married and why you're actually shortchanging yourself a lot of times. See when you're married, let's just say you have one spouse that gets benefits and the other spouse gets benefits. Okay. You don't need dual benefits. So oftentimes one spouse will have better benefits. But the one that gets worse benefits for like, I'm just using healthcare for an example. If they turn it down, those companies, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, they won't turn it around and be like, oh, well, you turned down our healthcare insurance, so let me pay you more. Like they they won't offer you that because again, there's so many HR laws about discrimination and lawsuits that if they do that, that they run a risk of getting sued. And so that's why they don't do it. And I think it's it's absolute bullshit. Now, if you're in a situation where you're married and you get a job offer for like $70,000 and like we have these benefits and these benefits, by all means, please be like, I don't need these benefits. Can you pay me more? And for me personally, if an employer told me no, I would be really inclined to be like, well, then you're not paying me what I'm worth. And what I mean by that. Is the company has already said, "Here's our salary, seventy thousand dollars a year." Okay, that's the that's the salary. Okay, and then you turn around and say, "Okay, well, with healthcare and dental and life insurance and all these things that we got to pay for, that's at least six thousand dollars that they got to pay." And so, if you turn that down, you save the company at six thousand dollars. But then they turn around and tell you, "No, like we won't give you that money. We'll only give you the seventy thousand dollars." They are shortchanging you what you're worth. Because they were willing to give it to you already. So, in my opinion, if they're already telling you we're not willing to pay you what you're worth, why would you want to work there, right? I, I just don't understand like why like anybody would say yeah, and I agree to that, and why companies are so worried about getting sued that they wouldn't do that. Um, and so that's why I just wanted to jump on and do this quick podcast that you know if you. Are in that situation, especially if you're married, and they're saying no, like, and you never asked, and you turned on your benefits, go ask. And here's another situation, like, if for those of you that are single, and I see this all the time, is that people say, hey, I have a 401k match, but I don't get it, because I want to do something like pay off my student loans, or oh, I want to do something like save her house, look. I don't agree with that whatsoever. You guys have heard me say this multiple times. At a minimum, get your employee match. It's free money, it's free money, it's free money. But we hear it every day when we say that the people, they still turn it down because they have some other type of goal. That's fine. In your situation, ask for more money. If they're willing to give you a match, okay? Like if you make 70 grand, they're gonna say, hey, we have a 3% match. That's $2,100 a year. If you turn that down, they were willing to spend that. You're saving that money for them. Why would you not get paid that? That just makes no sense. You better ask for that extra money and they say no. Again, I, I just personally wouldn't work there because now they're not willing to pay you what they what you're worth. They're basically being selfish in my opinion. It's they're saying, look, you're saving us this money and we're not gonna give you any of that. Thanks for working for us. Why would you wanna work for a company like that? Okay, and again, I hear from married people all the time that are just like, yeah, I, I turned down my benefits and it's like, okay, well then, did you ask them for a pay raise because you, you don't have to give the benefits? They're like, well, no, why would I do that? It's like this company was willing to pay you more, meaning they are paying for your benefits and you turn that down, shouldn't you get some of that? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I should be paid more, right? Instead of being paid this lower amount. So that's why I'm a big advocate of, you know, making sure you understand these types of things because I'll give you an example. Like if you turn down your healthcare, I mean, that can easily companies can easily spend up to $500 a month, which is like $6,000 $6, a year, okay? And that's not even including your other benefits. So let's just say $6,000 a year. So let's just say you got that extra $6,000 because let's just say I'm married, I have my spouse's benefits, and my income goes up by $6,000 a year. If I invested that money at a, a decent return, let's just say 4% over 30 years, that's an extra $336,000. Now, I know most of you can probably use $336,000, but that's actually putting numbers to to what you're not getting paid if you're turning down those benefits, okay? So the whole point of today's podcast, that I wanted to touch on, again, this was a quick one, was if you're turning down your benefits for whatever reason, you better get extra money for that, in my opinion, in terms of salary and get more Okay, because you're saving the company a ton of money, so why wouldn't you get more in terms of salary? That money can equate to something very, very large. Like I said, six thousand dollars extra a year that's being reinvested at four percent for thirty years that's three hundred and thirty six thousand dollars. Okay, so again, thank you for the podcast. I know this one was quick, short, and simple. It's just something because I've heard a lot this week, so I wanted to make sure I jump on and share that with you guys because it's not something that I thought was very widespread. but over the last few years, I keep hearing it more and more and more from people on some of our FitBoss calls, so I wanted to make sure that you understand that so that way you guys can maximize how much money you're making. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Talk to you guys soon.